Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. What's up, y'all? It's Russ Pryor, and welcome to the Russ Parcast. And today, man, boy, I don't even want to talk about how stupid your Republicans are. Um, Tim Scott, who's the uh, brother who's running for president in the Republican Party, goes to a United Auto Workers uh, a speech. And one of the first things he says is, striking workers should be fired immediately. <laughs> <coughs> I can't even make this stuff up, man. I can't even make it up. Okay, it's crazy. Uh, that's my boy over there. That's uh, Albert. Um, he produces the Russ Parr Morning Show. Morning. And um, I have to tell you, man, it's like these these Republicans amaze me. They're so out of touch. They don't. I think they're so used to speaking to a certain base. You get right. in front of a different one, and you forget what to say. And the, the party of morality. You got Lauren Boebert. Where is she at? What, what state is she? Is that, uh, is that she's Colorado or whatever? Midwest, Midwest somewhere. All I know is that she's she's out of play, <laughs> Beetlejuice, and she's yanking off her date. Right. And Crazy. she thinks she can explain it away by saying. He's a Democrat, and I need to stop dating Democrats. Wow. <laughs> but what does that have to do with you in there smoking and being R- right. loud around kids and all that stuff? And, oh. then, and then try to apologize. I'm sorry my actions didn't line up with my um, Yeah, you you're, know, you're trash, girl. Beliefs. And, you know, listen, um, I know a lot of Democrats are lining up to get yanked off in a theater. <laughs> so Somebody tripping. She is disgusting. But another guy that, you know, and, and you know, listen, there are a lot of people— that are of African-American descent, that are conservatives, and they support Trump and so on and so forth. But you'd be shocked to know that um, Stephen A. Smith comes off very conservative. Mm-hmm. But he, like, kind of started this whole mess talking about how he got Max Kellerman fired off of first take. Which is crazy. And what he didn't realize is that there was a lot of brothers in the business that ride for Max Kellerman. Yep. They ride for him. Right, because he's in the boxing community, which is, you know, majority black. Exactly. But Marcellus Wiley, who I think is a brilliant broadcaster, and I didn't know he was a graduate of Columbia, Columbia man, which is an Ivy League yeah. school. Yeah. And uh, he's from Compton. Yeah, he's from Compton. I love all that. Man, if you guys get an opportunity um, to just Google Mar- Marcellus Wiley on Stephen A., he does it in such a very, you know, non-confrontational, vicious way of basically saying that the reason why he got rid of Max, because Max wasn't like Skip Bayless, who whenever you talk about social issues or black issues, Skip was just nod his head. Right. That's not Max. And he would defer. Skip Bayless would defer to whoever. Yeah. Uh, you can speak to this because you're black, yeah. which is not the case. You know, but I, I think Stephen A. just started revealing himself. You know, Deshaun Hannity from Fox News, who does everything that's anti-African American. Yes, all these people he has defended, and they are his friends. Yeah, yeah. But Max Kellerman, he stood up for Colin Kaepernick and kneeling in the NFL. Stephen A. did not. He didn't, and that's why he got in a beef with T.O. Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens is saying, man, there's a lot of brothers out here that think that, you know, Max is blacker than you. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay. I mean, he's putting it out there. But at the end of the day, it's like you've got Stephen A. Smith, um, 
who wasn't who was intimidated by Max's intelligence intelligence. Basically, that's what uh, Marcellus uh, Wiley was saying, because he could speak to the social issues. They say he's a student of hip hop. He knows every record, every nuance, everything. And it intimidated him. Because he says, if you just listen to Stephen A's remarks to him after Max would say something, he said, that's not what I'm saying, Max. <laughs> but but Max would hit him on that and, and talked about his support for Black Lives Matter and so on and so forth. And most black conservatives don't ride for that. And, and you know, it takes a hit on Stephen A as well because Stephen A always tried to say, you know, I went to a HBCU. I'm down with the HBCUs and right. stuff like that. But how is this white guy? you know, more knowledgeable in some areas than you are. And I'm a, from an Ivy League school. Right. Because he, he, he embraced it. He understood it. There were some things that he was schooling Steve on, yeah. and Stephen didn't, he didn't want to hear it. Yeah. He didn't want to hear it. He wanted himself to be the only black voice on first take. He didn't expect that the white guy would outshine him on knowledge of black folk Great. and their struggles. So that's very interesting. Marcellus Wiley, if you get a chance, Google him. And just type in Marcellus Wiley on Stephen A. Smith. And listen, I'm not dogging out Stephen A. Smith. He can be a conservative. But, you know, you you can only hide it so long, dude. Right, and not at somebody else's expense. Right. And and then try to almost boast about it that you got rid of. Yeah, why why brag about it? Why was it necessary to bring it up? And I think he was saying because Skip Bayless got rid of um, uh, Shannon Sharp. Right, in so many words. Yeah. so they're trying to allude to. Right. So then all that stuff came back when T.O. told him, hey, man, brothers think uh, Max is blacker than you. And that yeah, pissed him like off. That. Ain't like that. And you haven't heard from Max on that show. I got to ask you another person that goes goes at uh, Stephen A. I haven't seen in a while. J.J. Reddick. Uh, well, they, I don't even know. Is he even still? Was he one of the releases? Well, it's not basketball season. Yeah. So you won't see him now. So we'll wait till basketball season. But he slaps him around oh, pretty he goes, good. He goes at him hard, very hard. You and know. Not just – not just Riddick, you know, yeah. he goes at everybody. But there's a lot of athletes that resent Stephen A because he acts like he played pro. I, I, I don't like the way that team looks. Right, and a lot <laughs> of athletes don't like him because they're saying you have all these sources. Who are your sources? Because 99% of the time they're wrong. Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. All right, well, listen, uh, yes, we got a great show today. And, of course, uh, a lot of fun stuff from the uh, Russ Park Morning Show. And don't forget to check out Pinky's Adventures, The Adventures of Pinky. Yeah, at YouTube channel. Uh, that's Clifton Powell playing Pinky. Um, he's doing crazy stuff. He's got a new girlfriend that has a slight crack problem. And uh, you guys can check that out and leave your comments and, re- you know, um, sign up, you know, because we, we would like to have your participation in telling us what's funny and what's not, you know, because some of that stuff ain't funny. No, actually, it's all funny. All right. Stay right there, man. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, on the phone line right now, she is the very best congressperson in the world, represents us very well for a number of years. We love her. Yes, Congressman Maxine Waters. Good morning, Congresswoman. Well, good morning, and thank you for having me on the show this morning. Well, first of all, I just want to say I love you. I think everybody loves you. We adore you. And, of course, and, and you're a constant worker. Of course, the uh, Congressional Black Caucus, and they're having their annual legislative conference, uh, begins tomorrow. And you're hosting them darn near everything. I know Thursday you're doing the financial <laughs> services panel. Um, then you're going to follow yes. that up with an innocent and exonerated panel. And then on Friday, okay. you're doing the Young, Gifted, and Black 50th anniversary of hip-hop and celebration. Now, let me just say this, and I know this about you because I'm from California. And I, I grew up admiring you, but you have always been a staunch supporter of hip hop. 
and you were yes. celebrating 50 years. And, and yes. people were saying, not, not Congresswoman Maxine Waters. What does she know about hip-hop? I want you to tell everybody how, how you really embraced that genre and, and, and promoted it and supported it for all these years. Well, thank you so very much. You're absolutely correct. Uh, when, of course, uh, you know, hip-hop first began to emerge, there were a lot of older people who didn't understand the changes that were taking place and the voices that were being heard for the first time. They didn't like some of the lyrics. They certainly didn't like, uh, you know, some of the way that the rappers expressed uh, their discontent uh, and their anger at what was happening in the neighborhoods with the police and poverty and all of that. And, of course, I recognize that as important expressions of how these young people were feeling. And so when gangster rap really became uh, uh, known, they really did rebel, and they wanted to censor. Now, I'm a First Amendment person. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in censorship. Oh. And so I went to bat for them. I went before the United States Senate, and I quoted Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> and, of course, I, I love Tupac and uh, the fact that you know, he had the uh, song about his mom right. and all of that. And so I just spoke up for them. C. DeLores Tucker was the Secretary yep. of State of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And even Dionne Warwick was with them uh, when they went after uh, the language. And so I said, first of all, if you don't like the language, don't listen to it. Don't mm. let your kids listen to it. Right. Don't try to censor them and shut them down. I've been proven correct. And that genre of music has really changed our culture. It has involved young people economically. Uh, they've created jobs Absolutely. and careers. And the music has been accepted and imitated all over the world. Yeah, because they thought it was so going to be a fad. Proud. They thought it was going to yes. be something that was just, and I know you don't hang out with C. Dolores Tucker, but I do remember her getting uh, <laughs> uh, attention on TV, you know, sl slamming. And basically, these are storytellers. You just didn't like the way they told their story. And and that's, right. and that's why I really do appreciate you. And I'm not saying this because, you, you know, you're legendary, but I saw you fighting. I saw you fighting over the years. I was in hip hop radio. I was at a radio station in Los Angeles called 1580 K Day. Oh. And, and, and I was one of the first uh, morning men. And we talked about you. Yes. Of, course, of course, we were dogging out C. Dolores Tucker. Um, but yes. they were just saying that, hey, there's just no way that this radio station is going to make it because all you got to do is play hip hop. And then you emerged and you gave us hope. Wow. I'm, I'm wow. serious. Well, I'm telling I'm telling you from fact. That's I'm talking about 40 well, some odd well, years ago. You gave us hope. And, and wow, we appreciate that. I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased you remember all of that. Absolutely. Uh, because it was a long time ago. But you and others who understood the genre, you're responsible for promoting it and getting it out there when they had to basically sell their tapes out of the back of their cars. Yeah, I and remember Hammer came to our radio station selling his stuff to us. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. But listen, I, I, I appreciate, you know, I know you're talking to a lot of people today, but I appreciate what you do and what you stand for. We are so proud of you. Uh, Congresswoman Black, uh, 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 Maxine Waters, the Black Caucus is in town, y'all. You need to go down there. All these events that you're doing, they're free. They're all free. They're all free, and I want you to come join us. Come, come be with us. I'm coming, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say okay. it's it's me. I'm the guy that loves you. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Appreciate all you. All right, take care, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, y'all. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
I got to tell you, man, people are just rude. Uh, did you see that story where this lady was arguing with somebody that for parking in a, a disabled parking space? Mm-hmm. And she got out of her car and argued with the man in the car, letting him know I'm more disabled than you. Wow. What? And I should have this parking space. It's a Is contest? there a such thing? The fact for wow. you to get out your car and walk over to him mm-hmm. and to say I am more disabled tells but me you that know- you may not be. But you don't know right. me. And you don't know what his disability is. He was in a wheelchair. She was trying to make him get up. Oh, my gosh. You can walk. That's crazy. You know, and, and people some, are just so bold. Yeah, they are. They're so bold. And then when I see people like, you know, they have the electric carts mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the grocery stores. Yeah. yeah. Knowing damn well, you could walk down that aisle. Right. Yeah. You take these electric carts and a lady, can you, uh, can you get that for me up there? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sure. Did I see her jog to her car when she gets Right, out? literally. <laughs> so let me ask y'all something now. Let me ask y'all something. Yeah. Nobody on this show has ever taken one of those electric cars. Never. No, no I haven't. Not oh, okay. One. Me neither. Just me neither. Just Freddie. Just you. You've done that? Never. That's of course awful. she has. She just told on herself. Never. That is awful. I would never do it. Horrible. I mean, if they have a whole bunch, you know not, not everybody's not going to come in see, and use all of them. Oh, that's awful. I would never. I would never. Some folks are just lazy. Mm. Lazy, mm. you know, mm. and that's what it is. I'll admit yeah, that I lazy. have parked in a handicapped stall when there's not a lot of parking, and I'm yeah. like, oh, all the other ones are open. Yeah, but I don't do that anymore. Yeah, after stopped. you get one of them five hundred dollar tickets. Yeah, well, yeah. not no, just because of the that. tickets. I come to find out through my uncle who has ALS, it's hard for them the vans that they need a lift to like to get the wheelchairs out. Right. When you do that, sometimes they need two spaces. Well, that's mm-hmm. why they have that little white part yeah, with that the space. lines in it. Right. But some people right. don't care. And, you know, so I just felt guilty. I was like, okay, I can't do that. That's lazy on my part. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you know what? Recognize that. I will use the restroom sometimes. Because if there's nobody in there, I will use the I will stall. use that. Okay, because I'm guilty of that. Yeah, because I'm a big man, and I I just like to have the space. Yeah, I just need the bars to but hold on. To. Here's your biggest fear. What? While you're sitting there and the door opens, and somebody comes in, they they're in a wheelchair. They're willing, and yeah, and it's happened to me. I open the door and the look on his face. Yeah, because like he's been you holding despicable it. Despicable human being. <laughs> so I was even more despicable when I, I limped to the. You oh. did not, Russ. You I did not it. limp. I did. I knew I'm it. Done. I, I did. I, I, that is a true story. And, and I am ashamed of myself. You didn't limp. limp. And they probably was looking at Russ through the little crack to see if it was this age. <laughs> exactly. And, and you know what I did? I, I waited till he got in the stall and went back in the bathroom. I want to apologize. Yeah, you did. I did do that. Because you know me. You guys know me. You went back. I guilty felt conscious. guilty. But I felt wait. guilty. What did he say? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. He yeah. said nothing. Because people don't like to talk when they're on the toilet. No. Russ, that was just weird. First of all, you committed the to the thing. limp. Yes. You committed <laughs> to the limp. I came back in, man. I shouldn't have been using that because so there's no reason. Like, it's okay, <laughs> man. Go, go. That, that limp probably alone. was awful. I'm, I'm probably telling saying, you. And then so you walk back regular to him. And then she's like, <laughs> but he was already behind the stall. He didn't see oh, me. Did not? I said, man, I was the guy that was just in there. Oh I just want to apologize. <laughs> Russ. Hey, man, sorry to bother you. Wow. <laughs> wow. You got a minute? Yeah. I know. Can you imagine that guy's face? Like, like what the Russ was like, hell? yeah, I used up the Freemans, toilet paper. I told you that story a long time ago. And oh, I, I, I remember so you I, limping. I, 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 I felt, remember I felt, you I felt, limping. I felt like crap. 
Oh, yeah. God. You know, and I know God wouldn't forgive me for that. So I went and asked for forgiveness. God, okay. He right said nothing. So oh, I said, well, okay. Wow. I just wanted to say that. I, yeah. Have a good time. Wow. Yeah. Have a good time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, it was. Time for another public service from the Russ Park Morning Show, and um, just something that we want to do because a lot of folks out there looking for all these available jobs. There are a lot of jobs out there, and people are just not going for them. I don't get it. But they, they came up with a list of some things that you should never discuss during the interview process. Okay. Number one, personal problems. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just start talking about, you know, I just, I just kicked a horse about a month ago. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. I'm good. I'm just in a meth program time. right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm doing okay. You know, you don't want to get into discussing those kind of things. Okay. Mm. Uh, the other thing is controversial political views. Oh, oh uh, you said that, man! I hate Trump, and yeah. you turn around. This dude's got a MAGA hat. Exactly. Not going anywhere. Not going anywhere, and you're not getting this job. No. Nope. Okay. Uh, negative comments about former employees. Mm. Because they're just going to think, hey, if you ever leave us, you're going to be crapping on us, us too. You're going to let us know all the business. You're going to tell our business, too. Yeah, yep. you just don't want to speak negatively of your, of your last boss. He fired me, man, because I was black. That's the other thing y'all <laughs> no. don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Don't play that black card up in there. Right. Hmm. Yeah, there was some discrimination going on. That's why they oh, let me go. Boy. Yeah, don't do that. Not you was. It may have happened, day. but it's, they don't need to know. They don't want to hear that. Not you was embezzling, yeah. though. Yeah, he's, he could be a problem. Right. Discussing your salary expectations. Oh, wow. Look, the pay that you're giving me is far below what I would really work for. What's the possibility of doubling this within the next six months? Right. And I need 12 weeks of vacation, too. Yeah, 12 weeks, (laughs) if y'all don't mind, in a row. And I'm not not working on Fridays. Yes, exactly. Uh, the other thing, inappropriate jokes or comments. You know, you're yeah, sitting there going, you know, hey, man, I, I love this job. He says, well, we keep it loose around here. The guy that's interviewing, we keep it loose. We'd like to have fun. And then you go, two black guys walk into a bar. Too loose. Too loose. And just because he's a white guy doesn't mean he wants to hear that crap. No. Okay. Uh, lack of preparation. Okay. You know how yes. you, get, you go in there and... You start to ask you questions. You start searching through papers and stuff, and yeah, like, uh-huh. yeah, no. they're going all disheveled. Oh, you're organized. That kind of works. Okay. Uh, the other thing, overconfidence and arrogance. You know how you just walk in and you know, obviously, you know, you're showing who you are way too early. You don't want to reveal the fact that you feel that you're so much more qualified for your boss's job than the boss is. You know, you just don't want to show them that. But if you have to. You have to, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the other thing is excessive nervousness. If mm. you can hide that. Right. Like you sweating through your shirt. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, whoa, what are you uncomfortable yeah, with? Why are you shaking? Oh, are you on something? Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> right. What's happening here? Uh, don't discuss with the potential employer controversial hobbies. Oh, Wow. Oh, I jumped out of a plane yesterday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Y'all we, ever do that? Yeah, I smoked my friends hey. under the table yesterday. You're right. Hey, we train surf on the weekends. Right. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> these are what? these are tips that I think you guys should apply uh, when you're applying for these jobs because it is a problem. So there it is. Another public service from the Russ Parr Morning Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Tyler Perry is was, was basically kind of talking about now that, what is it? 
that men need to find a, a good woman to kind of like. Well, but he said black women are making more money, uh, more than black, you know, black men nowadays. And if you can find a good man who maybe just, you know, makes less money but treats you right, then she can, she should be all right to take care of the mortgage yeah. and he pay a light bill or something. Because a lot of you ladies are walking away from yeah. that guy that, you know, like, well, he need to bring something to the table. And, you know, for all you brothers out there, when you hear that, when you hear that, go on down to, like, Home Depot or furniture, discount furniture <laughs> or something like that. Get you a table yeah. and bring it home. Oh, God. I brought the table, baby. Don't tell me to bring something home to the table. I brought the table. Okay? That's the problem right there. Is it? Well, here's what Tyler Perry said. As long as he's secure in himself to Mm -hmm. know that, yep, she makes most of the money. All I can pay is the light bill. That should be good enough. (laughs) Okay? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't that be good enough? I mean... Listen, Love should conquer all. That's I'm going right. to go with a great big no. No. Baby, if, no. if I am putting it down, okay? <laughs> I think there's more. We might be able to do half the bills. We may be, or if you, if he's going to, I mean, I guess if he's a, he's a house husband. Yeah, I feel like thing, just, just my thing is I've had a friend that was a military woman. Yeah, right. And her husband was the stay-at-home dad that transitioned with them. Right. And he, but he was a phenomenal father he helped take care of the home and everything so i'm like fine with it but see a lot of the ladies are taught that you know you can't do bad by yourself your man needs to be able to hold up his end and therefore you you, a a good man may escape yeah you know a lot of men are taught they have to have those roles they're the man of the house if i'm bringing home the money guess who's the man of the house and also a lot of people are intimidated. Men are intimidated by women who make a lot of money as well. Well, say some, not all. Yeah, because for me, I shoot, baby, you know, I'm not I know you out there just holding us down. Just give me this PlayStation. Oh my and- God! <laughs> See, that's not gonna happen. Listen, here's the issue. You know, we're in a very materialistic world, and everybody thinks that you know, if a, if a brother's got to be. He's got to meet certain expectations. You could be walking away from the father of your children, the love of your life, mm-hmm. because you're worried about a little bit of money. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Ladies, you got to lower your expectations. Lower the bar. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Put your, put wait your, a your minute. trust in the Lord. The Lord ain't going to leave. There you hey, go. hold I mean, on. Wait a minute. Just don't be quick to rush to judgment. Right. You know, see what you got. Russ, I do believe in that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, bringing something to the table does not mean just financially. So as yeah. long as, again, the respect, the act of parenting, the being, you know, just a supportive husband role, like, right. that's important, He may can just coach you up to get you, come on, baby, I'm going to get you to work right. on time. Right. Come you on, baby. You know what? Get your lunch. Let me drive your car and drop you there. there. You want yeah. peanut butter and jelly today, baby? Yeah, I'm making you. your lunch today. If this dude you. looks at me and says, hey, your your tank is low. Come on, baby. Yeah. Your gas tank is low. Yeah, we baby, what you want to do about the gas, though? See, if he doing that. But, you know, Tyler's making a point. There's a lot of ladies out there that, because you guys got to think about it, there are more women in college, black women in college, than there are men. I mean, they are looking for brothers to register and go to school. Come on, y'all. I mean, they're just, they're lowering standards in some cases to get you in. Right, and you might mean, you know. Speaking of lowering standards, that's what you're talking about. I'm not saying you have to make a lot of money. 
If but you're a woman and you, you have meet to have some goals and aspirations. If you're a woman and you just meeting a man that just coming home that might be trying to get on his feet and you find love, we see it all the time. Love at the lockup. There's TV shows. So you, you know what? Did you just home. use that, that as where they were talking? Yeah, because there's TV shows about it all the time. What about all the brothers that's already here on the street? What kind of argument is that? Yeah, yeah. Y'all been writing letters to each other for years. You know what, Albert? You find love. It happens all the time. Albert is tripping. Uh, well, at the end of the day, you know, I do understand, ladies, that uh, it's slim pickings because there are a lot of ladies that feel like, you know, I just want to be with a strong black man. But there are a lot of strong white men, too. You know, well, uh, it's like yeah. uh, times have changed. You know, find love where you find love. Well, yeah, love who you love. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you, it is so wonderful. There is a resurgence of respectable men out there uh-huh. now, ladies. Remember it got to a point where just men were just disrespectful, yeah. you know, on dates and mm-hmm. have, you know, expectations just by buying you uh, a happy meal. Chivalry right. being dead. But what right. makes you think it's back? Why is it back? How do, it's how do you It's back this? because this 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 rapper, her name is Sexy Red. Sexy Red. She's yeah. got like, what's it called? Ski Yeast. Ski, that's the hot hot, right hottest, hottest album out right now. She's talking about the first kind of love of her life. And it was Frida's, I, I I said, you know what, Chivalry's not dead. Mm. Well, tell me about it, because I saw her well, at the I said he got uh, a warm feeling on the inside when he heard this. Yeah, it's yeah, a I did. town, and then I, when I, I hear, the, hear the song Y'all got to hear this. This is, this is, a, okay, this is a beautiful. This, so and young and men out there, this is what you do. If you want to, like, capture your woman's heart, this is what you okay. do. But this is Sexy Red. The most romantic thing somebody did for me, it was my first boyfriend. I was just in high school. He was a little older than me. And it was Valentine's Day. I'll never forget. <laughs> he robbed somebody and gave me the money and gave me the bill he nope. stole. And nope. it was just so sweet because he nope. was out of breath and stuff. He's nope. like, here, I just got this for you. I was like, oh, nope. so sweet. Nope. Thank you. Because nobody never did nothing like that for me. He stole for me. So I'm like, oh, you did that for me, really? Oh. And I know he didn't have it. So the fact that you still made a way and you did what you had to do, that was nice. And it was only $13. That's it. But it was nice. Right, it's a thought that <laughs> And it was a fake Gucci belt. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but I was so... Uh, it was sweet. Oh, wow. <laughs> you see, Frida? The fact that right. he stole wait, a fake Gucci wait, belt wait, for her. Let's start uh, with the fact that she said Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, that's number one. That's, that's when yeah, you have more than St. one. Louis, so. oh, no, Lord let me yeah, see. I saw her excuse. on the... Sh- I was like, did they not give this girl a script? Because I could tell she was oh, reading no. it, but she was fixing it up. My wife said, she's just kidding, sports. right? I said, no. No, but, this, but, is, this is only kidding. one of the things. She said she calls herself the raw dog queen. Yeah. She said she oh, like she's me. proud of herself yeah, for that. it's a lot of and things. And she said she has some STDs, and she's proud of it. But, okay. but, wait, uh-uh. but can we talk about the fact... He stole a belt off of somebody. Right. Yeah. Like he a belt. Stole you had from to me. take like, the belt off the And here's the, the thing. He just, he just stole it because he was breathing real hard. Yes. Like he, he really he, literally he ran, just, he was ran, it was hot. He, he ran, ran from literally. the scene of the crime. Yeah. But you know what? That touched her heart. Right. She did. He put his freedom on yeah. the line for her. He was willing to risk it all for her. That's beautiful. Okay. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. And you know what? Okay. I just got to say, chivalry is not dead. No, it's not. I would rather no, get not. those gas station roses. There's just like, different, there's different <laughs> types of chivalry. Because, you know, you Man, have that's the, a different the level rich people me. chivalry, and then you have the nice hood and chivalry. And because of this, we're changing the name of Valentine's Day. And it was Valentine's Day. Okay. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That's that's Maybe that's different than the regular Valentine's no. Day. And it was Valentine's Day. Okay. Mm. Maybe that's 
February 15th. Yeah. And it was Valentine's Day. Okay. Valentine's. It was Valentine's Day. Because that's the time of it. And yeah, it, was, it is. It was going to serve some but, time for stealing that but belt. But you want to find the true measure of a good man? Nope. He'll steal and rob for you. Absolutely right. not. And she still rides for these dudes because she was doing an interview, and in the, in the middle of the interview, she had two different baby daddies call from jail. She said, hold on, I got to take this call. Oh, that's great. Wow. Well, at some point, she, you know she's going to get something good for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love Tyler Perry. I, I'm a, I, you guys say what you want about his movies and mm-hmm. this and that, man. This dude is a self-made right. billionaire. That's right. And one and thing shares. about him, he gives back. Yes, he does. And he gives, like, great advice. And I think, you know, women basically not necessarily settling, mm-hmm. but, but women that um, just kind of overlook the fact that women are making more money than, than men now. Yeah. Especially black women. Well, I like That's the fact. happening. I like the fact that he's saying not that the guy doesn't have a job at all. Right. He's just saying it may not be something in comparison to your income and right. consider him if he's a good man. Well, what he's saying is identify with what's winning. Right. That that dying piece you're looking for may not be you. And you and, may and, have this good well, guy right in front of you. And That's and and if he and listen if the guy moves you into the basement at his mom's house. Well, it's just a start. Don't be complaining about well, it. doesn't mean that's where you're going to be for life. You know, you got a kitchen down. Just don't settle, ladies. Yeah. He's All providing is don't settle. Kitchen, bathroom so He's down. providing yeah. shelter in the basement? Yeah, absolutely. It's not a basement. Oh, you know, there's a, a play about that, oh, right? you know what? This play is awesome. Coming to the Lincoln Theater. Mama, why do me and my kids got to move out your basement? Come on, Mama. I've been living here for 18 years. You knew what was up when you birthed me. You got to get your raggedy ass out of here. You and them snotty-nosed kids. Mama, you gonna put your grandkids out in the street. You gonna do that, Mama? That's right. You and them big-headed babies gotta go. You need to get a job. Why do I have to get a job? You got to do something. You're not gonna be sitting around here eating up all my damn food. It's Mama! Why do me and my kids have to move out the basement? Starring Kitty Lattimore, Cuba Gooding Jr. His little brother, Jack Hay, and that n- played Jeffrey on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And of course, Tony Terry. But mama, don't you need somebody to watch the house? That's what I got this damn dog for. He watches the damn house every day, and he don't eat as much food as your ass. Get out. Shut up talking to me, mama. We ain't leaving. You gonna get out of my house. I know what I'm gonna do. I got something for your ass. I'm gonna move out. You can move out if you want to, but I don't want you to because somebody got to pay the rent. That's why you need to get out here and get a job, get a paper route. You need to cut some grass or something. You need to run some numbers. Mama, why do me and my kids got to move out your basement? Coming this weekend to the Lincoln Theater. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Tyler makes a point, y'all. It's like, uh, ladies, I know you're making some good dough. Find that good man. You know, just put some faith in him. Fix him up. Go and buy him a PlayStation. All right, just kidding. Well, there it is, the Russ Podcast. Make sure you listen on the Apple Podcast app, UrbanOnePodcast.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right, talk to you next week.